Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to this week's episode of Gym Owners Podcast. I'm your host, Tyler Stone, where there's John Fairbanks. Say hi, John. Hi, John. All right, guys. Well, we're going to get into some Skynet talk today and talk about the uh, the future, uh, the role that artificial intelligence is going to play. Not as though John and I have any fucking clue, really, what that is in its entirety. But there's some of these tools that we've been using, uh, and we see a lot of other people using it. And I think it's... Um, one is just this, these tools will out just chat GPT alone will absolutely change the world of marketing, communications, sales, from product strategies, implementation, your processes, every, everything will be changed and can and can easily be run through using tools like this. Um, is that a good thing? It depends on how you use it. But we're going to get into some of the examples, good, bad, the ugly, from a couple of guys that are not tech savvy enough to be having this conversation. And if you're not, then welcome to the club, because I think a lot of people don't really know what to think, right? I think the average person is not like completely, has a complete understanding of what all this means. And fortunately for you guys, neither do John and I. So uh, let's get right into it, though. Before we get started, make sure you follow the show at the Gym Owners Podcast on Instagram. Follow John at jbanksfl on Instagram. Follow me at Tyler F. And Stone. That's Tyler E-F-F-I-N Stone. Uh, go to the Gym Owners Revolution Facebook group. It's a resource for gym owners. That link is in our description. We also have gymownersrevolution.com. Uh, you can get in the Gear Academy, which is our coaching business coaching program for gym owners, personal trainers studios, etc., to start taking your business up to the next level. So you want to work with us directly, that's how you're going to have to do it. So let's get into it right away. I start seeing John. ChatGPT came out. We jumped on it right away. We do a lot mm -hmm. of copywriting, right? And there's yep. a point where sometimes you just, it, it's nice to have some tools at your disposal to just do the work. I think it was a, a Hormozy thing that he had put out a year ago, maybe, that was like, instead of spending... 80% of your time creating and writing and 20% of your time tuning it up. Now you're going to spend zero time writing and you're still going to spend 20 or 30% of your time tuning it up if yeah. done right. Um, and that just means like going to chat GPT and saying things like I need to make a post, which I've done before for personal trainers, for gyms, for my services. Um, I did a great example last year for some end of year personal training stuff where I said, I, and this was, by the way, a much more primitive version. It's amazing in a year how much ChatGPT oh, yeah. has evolved. But just a year ago, basically now, I went in and I just said, I need you to write me a four or five paragraph story of a about how Santa Claus had you know, finally decided he wanted to get That's in right. shape. And yeah. then he hired me, Tyler Stone, as a personal trainer. And then I kind of described, I want this tone. And then and it spit it out and it fucking ruled, dude. Like, it was pretty, actually pretty good. It was funny. It was cheeky. I could have corrected the tone and taken it in any direction I wanted to. Um, that's one of the, like, more basic, most basic functions, really, of it is, like, just write some copy for me. And well, people are using it. And and I think it's important where while we may not be, like, tech super tech-savvy people, we're also not afraid of technology. So yeah. there's a piece where while you may be app adverse, right? I help I help bring in that balance where for me it's I'm always wanting to look and see what's going on. So if I see yeah. enough people talking about a thing, it's like hey, Tyler, we should go look at this. And listen, there's been some duds that we've tested out. Be well, like, oh, this is this is shit. Talk about that dynamic, right? Because yeah, I think this is still something that people need to factor into this conversation. Mm -hmm. Um. Most people are averse to a new app. 
They yeah. don't want to use it. They don't want to be forced to download it. They don't. I had to buy my son basketball shoes yesterday, by the way. Holy fuck, are they expensive now, right? <laughs> and and in order to get the disc, they like force you to do it on the app. Essentially, they're going to get if you if you download the app, set up oh, an yeah. account, you're going to get. 30% off or 25% off if you do. And you're like, well, fuck, I have to. But I am never. And by the way, that's a way for Nike to make me download the Nike app, mm -hmm. to get notifications through the Nike app, to get emails from Nike to, to opt into that sub. It's also a way for when I'm shopping for shoes, if I'm using that app, I'm only shopping for Nike then at yep. that point, which is not how I roll, by the way. So, like, <laughs> I'm never going to use that goddamn app again, probably until maybe next year for basketball, maybe. You know, and yeah. but I don't like the idea of having to download a new app. I don't use them. Our communications app that we use, Voxer, for just keeping business stuff and clients kind of on, on one page. That's that might be the only new app I have folded into my consistent use since Instagram. TikTok that I don't even really <laughs> yeah, use yeah, yeah. real time or Instagram. Like, yeah, I'm just not. If, if I got to get on, and, and this is going to sound very unprofessional, because you guys in your businesses and your teams, if, if I have to get on fucking Asana or Slack, I will just jump off a roof. There's just no way. I can't get in. I can't do all the. I just, I don't like it. I'm out. I'm just not in it. I'm not, I'm not doing the app thing. All of, so, I, and I think I'm not the only one. This is also a thing where I think as people get older, we used to think that our fathers were just like, just crumb, crumb like, shitty old guys are like i don't even need a smartphone blah, blah, blah. but yeah i think you just get to an age where you're like i'm not taking on anything now <laughs> like this stuff just sucks at this point i don't want it i don't need it i'm out i've settled in everybody gets to the point where you're just like the old guy sitting in his chair watching his shows you don't watch new movies you watch the movies from 15 years ago you don't watch <laughs> die hard for the 50th time yeah and i think people get like that with apps i think I do at least, and maybe this might be a pure projection, but I do think while every company wants to have an app because it's valuable, it's a captivates or captivate, it's a captive audience. Mm -hmm. um, I just don't think that most people are stoked about using apps and, and, and adding a new app and adding a new app. My shit, I have so much shit on here. I, I use three things on my phone, maybe four. Yeah. Um, but this now just opens the door to be as soon as john as soon as we started seeing it and especially getting into the paid version of it like the the chat gpt stuff the the things that open ai is doing and i know there's others out there but i don't fucking care to, i don't pretend to care or know what else is going on in the world of, of ai but like ai versus ai man is it a game changer for the few things that we do it really is and you were talking about some like the fundamental use cases. And certainly for me, it's been that you get to brainstorm with someone else. Yeah. Right. Someone so like the can, brain. Someone that can be really prolific too, which is like, yeah, give me 10 ideas about this. Mm -hmm. And you so throw it. <laughs> like, oh, yeah. Yeah. Then you, then you get to still use your brain. Right. But it's like that element of where a lot of you, when you are running a business and when we were running gym, like our own personal gyms alone by ourselves, it was, it's a very solopreneur effort. You were very much kind of by yourself. And that's what we wanted to be able to defeat where it's like, you don't have to be by yourself. You're allowed to have a community of gym owners that are all trying to do the exact same thing and trying to help one another do the same thing. But for most of you, you're still playing that game. You're just not leveraging that to enough. And now 
you really now now it's been updated where you have access to like online search and you have so many things to where it's your ability to now have a buddy that thinks like you will could talk like you and then you tell it exactly what you want it to go out and look and find and spit back to you now you've just duplicated it yourself and you kind of get to offload some of that like just give me everything and now you get to kind of play a different game well it's also pretty much objective at that point too where i can say i want 10 ideas or 10 you know they got so let's give some examples of primitive usage by the way that we used to use and now obviously these things much things are much more capable than this but primitive usage where you can do these thought exercises for copywriting on your own where we've talked like okay what is your target avatar and what are the 10 reasons that they would join the gym because then each of you can pick a handful of those and and then you can make content about you know give me a post it's a paragraph writing about that reason and why they should join my gym and use my name and do that. You can also then go, what are 10 reasons that they would be, you know, apprehensive to join a gym? And it'll give you 10 of those reasons. Say, now write me a post to kind of help them turn that corner. And it, and it can do that. And it can do that in the format of a Facebook post, Instagram post, email, it can do it all. Um, that stuff's, it's great, but there's just so much more that it can do. But I want to touch on how that just people dipping their toes into that basic functionality like sucks. Like if you just do that and you don't give it any more thought, like it's yeah. bad. And by the way, it's too easy for everybody. So once you start doing it, everybody knows what you're doing. Everybody knows it's not you. And by the way, that's okay. Because if you hire a copywriter, or have someone, a social media manager, like nobody's like, fuck it, Bill Gates isn't running Microsoft's Twitter. What the hell? You know, What a dick. What a dick. Somebody else is making those tweets. But I think, I don't think it's a huge deal that it, be AI that's doing your copywriting, but sometimes people confuse something being verbose and complicated in its language and thorough in its language as good. And in yeah, copywriting, it's, it's not the case. And I want to go through, I see these every once in a while pop through. Realtors are the worst at this because I think it's a fucking, it's a goddamn lazy industry of people that are just gatekeeping. And I don't believe most of them are in their keep at all. But there's a thing that happens when in, in, especially in residential real estate here with people, these are just people that are trying to make a, a listing for a rental, but I see it often in houses now too. You go to read the description of a house that's posted now and ain't nobody, no, ain't no human wrote that. Nobody wrote that and nobody even double checked it or gave it a thought. And so I did screenshot some for some rentals, rental properties in town that are fucking crazy. And if I, if you guys could see <laughs> what these places are, what they actually uh, are, what they actually look like. You would lose your mind. Okay. Uh, this is a studio apartment for rent. Welcome to this studio apartment for rent. Step inside to discover an open concept layout flooded with natural light. The bedroom provides a serene sanctuary with generous windows that invite the sunlight to playfully dance across the room. Situated in a desirable location, this unit offers easy access to local amenities, dining, and entertainment options. If you appreciate the beauty of natural light and a welcoming ambiance, this unit is the perfect place to call home. Schedule a viewing today to experience the brightness yourself now that's poetic i wish and we had a photo of what real, the place like. <laughs> really <laughs> stupid for a 450 dollar a month oh my god absolute turd of a studio apartment the pictures the kitchen my shoulders will touch both the refrigerator and the countertops across the way it is a dump everything sucks dude 
everything sucks. So it literally is like, hey, don't just explain this thing as what it is. I need you to just shine this turd and baffle them with bullshit. And I see in the copywriting sense of it, I think that is that is the thing that people need to understand. Like while it can do the thing for you, give it some better prompts. And I think in regards to copywriting, which had GPT is you need to understand better how to put in better prompts and how to correct it and make sure that you, if it spits out something like that, say, Hey, tone it down with the fucking playfully dancing. So the light can playfully dance across your 180 square foot apartment. (laughs) Get the fuck out of here, dude. Like, yeah, it's crazy. So, but I still think you should use it. And I think people using yeah. it for strictly copywriting is a bit of a mistake as well. But I think you can use it for so don't use it for all of your copywriting because it's gonna people will know they just go Jesus this guy again, and it's easy to get ignored. Um, but I do think it's important to use it for ideas and strategy and other things. I think I think you have to because otherwise you're gonna spend all this time thinking, or you're gonna brainstorm with another person. And if John and I sit here and brainstorm, and I have ten ideas. And John goes, okay, perfect. Six of them I'm not, I don't like, and I'm going to use the four. And then I want you, and I'm going to be like attached to two or three of the ones that he shucked out the door. And I'm going to be a little like butthurt. Just, yeah. just the way it is. If, if I was a better person, that wouldn't be the case. But that's how this works. And I think it's nice to have like just a, uh, this is just a thing that will work for you. Whatever you do, it is nearly unlimited resources. And I think you got to use it for that. And it, it, like you said, it, it needs direction. And this is where it's, you need direct. So it's the mistakes are happening when you, when someone just is like, give me a description for an apartment with large windows and light. Right. And then it's going to write what it thinks you want it to. If you just take it, if that's all you gave it, and then you just take that one, it won't sound like you. And two, it won't actually be where who you're trying to attract. And that's going to be the biggest thing where we talk a lot about who are the people you're trying to serve. And then if you have them in mind and then saying like, hey, listen, I have a for moms with young kids. I want to be able to I want to make give me 10 ideas for something that I can do in my gym with mom with young kids. And then let that spit it out. But then you have to then use your fucking brain of what you want to then do next with that information. And then if you want those posts written, then we've always referred to it as whatever the gym we would be working with, which is like, if we are going to, um, you know, for us, it's like, what would be the word? If I we, we worked with a gym that was in a city, right? A city called Stanford. And we would say we would want to Stanfordize that copy. So if we want to Stanfordize that coffee, you need to do that to whatever it is that you're working with. So if you're in Aberdeen, you need to Aberdeenize, right? That coffee. Like the local need- language, the local people. And, and by the way, that can be from one angle to another that gives you different ideas. So it allows you to be more prolific, but it's got to be prolific with a direction, with a real yeah. direction and a real focus. Because otherwise, then you're just making more noise. And I think this is the subject I want to touch on now is this is also going to devalue content across the board, all of it, because every idiot, me and you included, can make a lot of stuff 
you can you can make full on AI blog posts. You can make full on AI articles. You, I've seen lots of people do it. I've seen you can you can do a bunch of big wordy things, and you can smell it out now. Because by the way, like I can write. It's one thing that I can do. I, I can I can write. I can articulate things pretty well with in writing in writing. But like a lot of people can't. All of a sudden now, a lot of people can. It's not good. It's just like complicated and structurally sound. And it's not like it doesn't connect anyone because you can tell it's not a person. By the way, John, this other P, this second one that I saved that didn't even notice this. Uh, it's the exact goddamn copy for the next thing, which is now it's a two bedroom, one bath apartment for rent. Step inside to discover an open concept layout flooded with natural light, provides a serene sanctuary with generous windows, invites the sunlight to playfully dance across the room. Ah, what? that's awesome. So some motherfucker didn't even read it again and goes, whatever. This is the same. So it's, you're literally using the same exact. Then just say two bedrooms. <laughs> like that's all we need to fucking know then because you're saying the same thing twice on everything you're doing, which means what you're really saying is that none of the things that you're saying are important. Mm-hmm. None of it matters. That thing, let's be honest, if someone really felt that way about that $400 studio apartment, good. You know what? Good for you, right? But now when you say that about the two-bedroom, one-bath apartment, I go, well, wait a minute. You don't like either of these. None of this is this. And it, and the whole thing now goes, ah, fuck off. And, and that is kind of where I'm at with a lot of that stuff. Um, but... To get into the devaluing of its own, of, of that content, of that type of thing, everybody's going to be more prolific. And getting into this next thing now, custom GPTs. And this is... Well, this is cutting edge now. Like, this now is this what is literally just came out. Okay. And this is a way for you to essentially create your own chatbot to serve your own functions for your own people. To give you an example... I always do this with these new features. I dumb it down to something I can understand and try to plug it into something I do. That's it. Mm-hmm. So everybody else is using this for very complicated things. I've seen chat GPT stuff where they're like, I made it, taught it how to write code. And then it made me an app and made me a video. They're like, okay, well, I'm not going to do that. I'm going to ask it to make me an Instagram post because I don't fucking know. Right? Stay in my lane. Yeah. This custom thing where you can start to see the, what I can do is I can make my own chat bot essentially i feed it information i set parameters i can choose to give it access to the internet or not and i can start to establish some processes you can you can test it as you go and when it makes mistakes you go hey okay in the future if this comes up correct this and you can conversationally give it inputs as well as through like a like a template framework as well but you can constantly start to build this thing this took me 30 minutes yeah to do this and in that time, I created uh, all I did was uploaded my Dudes Rock training block program. So these were just PDFs, right? Todd? These were just your PDFs yeah, of a block you already just, built. Just Google Docs, right? And what I did was I went in and I just uploaded it and I and I defined the function of this training bot or this GPT to just basically handle the communications and tell people what to do on the program. There's the intro document, there's everything. So if I jump in right now and I message this bot and I just, I gave it the information and that's it. Um, told it what I wanted it to do. So now if I am entering this, I'm just messaging the training body like, and I'll say, what do I need to eat for this first week? 
Right. Well, what a great example for something to be wrong. <laughs> okay, let's go for one that I had had already pulled up from the other day, right? So if a punch in says, what do I need to do first? It says, in my own tone, because I wrote, you got to remember, I wrote maybe, what would you describe those four or five documents? Probably like 15 pages. Yeah. That I wrote that I was fulfilling. All right, champ, here's how we're going to kick things off. Download the app that I have, download the program calendar, make sure you take your before photos. There's detailed descriptions of everything. Um, you're going to get workouts. We, it's like the full-on overview of the thing, just, just asked. And then it says, what do I eat for week one? For week one of the program, you're going to focus on setting up, sticking to healthy habits. Here's your meal plan breakdown, breakfast options. Pro it just re-articulates it um, in a way where you can ask about specifics. You can ask about one thing. The nice thing about this is this can essentially now replace the function that I would have if I wanted to have 200 people running through this training program. This is just online. It's remote. Um, I wouldn't have to talk to anybody anymore. Like right. I, you, if I had that many people right now, what I would have to do is hire VAs to handle the back and forth if there's any questions or anything like this. Or I have to send them the things all the time. Yep. We got to wake up this day, send them this thing, ask for their check-ins. You don't have to do that anymore. Not only if I had to get VAs to do it, I have to train them to do it. And they're not going to speak in my tone. Not only that, they're not really going to kind of understand the information that's there. And the other option is for me to not do any correspondence about it. But then for the user experience, John, for week one, you got to go and f talk about app aversion. You got to go find the document that I sent you five scroll days ago. It. You got to scroll mm -hmm. through it day three. Like that's a bit extra. Where it's like, what do I do for my second workout? This week? Like all of a sudden now this thing can fucking can roll. And now the cost of fulfillment time-wise is, is it would be literally zero if I wanted to do that this way. Yeah, the thing that I've I liked too for a practical use case for a gym owner is if you have other coaches and you have a program that you're gonna roll out, you've taken the time to write it, you wrote out all the programming, you wrote out the weeks, you wrote out maybe even descriptions, right? You wanted to get you got in depth to where all of the concepts that go with it, you then have to rely on your coaches to like read everything. And yeah. they're not going to read barely anything. And if they and do, so they're going to read it once and move on. Yeah. And, and it's so what it does is it immediately puts it to where if you have a program that you have that's robust or that you've bought, you can plug it in and then you literally just ask it questions. Like I was playing with your, the, the dude's rock block yesterday. And all I asked it was, what was a workout that I can use? Give me the squat workout from one of the weeks. And it just spit out the entire squat workout. I said, well, what about one of the challenges? Like, I want a challenge too. And so then it grabbed one of the challenges and it just gave it to me and immediately was great. Now that's what I'm doing. Before, like you said, I had to go back into the app, go find when you had sent me the link, go find that link, click it, then find it within the PDF to go. And now I literally just asked the bot, what's my squat workout for today? Or give me a squat workout. And then it is done. And it pulled it right from it. And that's- I mean, I think you could up. upload an entire book and just- <laughs> be like give me the fucking give me a 10 minute version of this give me a five minute mm -hmm. version give me a give me a three paragraph version of this um yeah i think the sky is the limit in regards to the way that that can help people fulfill i think customer service now i see as a as a person who's a service technician before very often um tech support is something you're calling into a person 
right? They're asking you for the model and serial number of a piece of equipment. And you've already gone through all the things that are in the manual, but they have the the other stuff. And then they start walking you through and telling you how to do it. It's like the last resort. There's nothing I hate more as a man than asking another man for help. But sometimes you get to those things and with some issues, you need them to, to sign off on it. You could simply, they, all of them now, those manufacturers can simply upload that entire document that they're using on the back end when I call. Because it's not like that guy's a wizard. That right. guy just has the technical document. They just upload it. And now I can just be walked through that process via myself using a thing like this. It's it's the sky really is the limit. And John, if you're actually, guys, if you're really actually well first with this stuff, you're like, oh, these two morons are just scratching the surface. Well, hey, man, this is the language I understand. This is what it's going to be for me in the mo- at the moment. But, and, but that and the reality is, is like you said, you're not going to be the majority of you aren't going to be that. So you have well, to have it be practical. Well, create a, yeah, I'm, I'm just going to use it for what I'm going to use it for while, while it's going to do what it does around me and in every other industry in ways that I can't even comprehend, which is fine. But I think the other thing that's going to be really valuable because it can communicate back and forth and be more thorough than like you go to a website and it pops up with like, a, hey, you need any help? So like yeah. that. That sucks. Most of those are just there to get a couple pieces of information for you while they while you're on hold to get to a person, right? And they ask you a couple questions. It's just a process that it executes. And are you sure? Go back and check the FAQs. And like, fuck you, dude. Like, I'm here because I need help. Um, but that's the thing you can do now. Tell me about the sales one that you had seen that, that was almost doing like out calling with voice. Oh yeah. So, so there is a definitely a new program that's out there and I haven't gone any further than seeing the ads, but it does out calling. That is an AI system that the example that they're using the ad is an example for Apple, right? Somebody has opted in saying they were interested in that new v, uh, virtual a headset that's going to compete with like uh, Facebook's meta Oculus thing. Right. And that's the difference of like, you know, it's like a $3,000 product or something crazy. Right. Compared to like a couple hundred dollars. And the example they're giving is that a dude has opted in. And so now a phone call has come to him from Apple. The difference is, is that this isn't a dude that is from Pakistan or wherever. This is an AI bot. And we used to have to do this where you one, you would have to pay a person a living mm-hmm. wage here to do that. And then now it got to the point where, well, shit, that's expensive. So we outsourced outsourced that overseas to where labor's a little cheaper. Yep. And now that this bot, essentially, it's just using as kind of a text-to-voice skill, right? It's it, it's it's craft. It's responding just as though the regular chat bot would, but it has voice capabilities. But now the cost to use it per like to call ten million people essentially is zero fucking zero and it can kind of do it all at once if need to be so the scale now that you can do out calling that you can do this type of correspondence is infinite for almost anybody all the time now and and, and this has been something that we've all been experiencing for years right so this is this all the way back to where they companies quickly realized that they stopped they clearly could not have given a shit about the end user's experience because how many movies for two decades or TV shows make fun of somebody screaming representative into a phone because they're stuck in this eternal loop from hell of like, well, tap one, explain what you use. 
they say the phone number and then they don't understand the phone number. So like it's, those were all the rudimentary early versions of this AI concept, but most importantly, removing human interaction because it's cheaper for the end company. We're about to see this shit be on steroids. And while it is fundamentally like a whole nother universe better than tap one, if you're interested in this, but it's still, there's going to be a piece here. And I think it's probably the piece that's worth us talking about that. It's going to be, it's people are going to, at the end of the day, maybe not be interested in watching humans be completely sure. replaced by everything. Plus, is it able to use logic and make a decision on your behalf? No. And that's one of the things that runs this. What, you, what, what this is now is infinite bureaucracy. That's what it's like with, with specifically with the calling thing now that it's going to be. If you if I am engaging in it, I am now mired in bureaucracy. If I need something done. That's what sucks is you have this bot that's job is to kind of avoid spending any money on behalf of it. You know, there's a lot of things when you are using a customer service, what's the word, a, a service that's handling your customer service. Very often you'll just give them the leeway to make any decisions or approve anything up to a hundred dollars, $200, whatever. And that's how you can 80, 20 your the, the, your your inputs into the thing without costing yourself a bunch of money. Like anything under this, it's your call. You make the decision, you figure it out. I don't know that that's going to be the case with a lot of these bots, that they're going to be handed the keys to making a bunch of financial decisions on behalf of the things they're representing. So if I need something done, now I got to go through this long-winded bullshit with something that's a bit more advanced and is really going to do an even better, I can't just bark talk to give me to a representative please or i'm going to burn your fucking building down right and so that's going to get it's going to get annoying but i think that that is going to take hold so quickly um just the the engagement that we talk about prolific content creation um writing copywriting production of social media content i also think that calling customer service your a lot of your interactions on the front end with businesses that would normally be going through call centers or people or a front desk person are going to go through this and it's going to happen so fast and it's still going to suck well, it's not going to be it's... great for the end user and i think that that's where that's what's going to this is inevitably going to occupy more space and know that it does create opportunities for you to stand out a little bit if you're not some big juggernaut of an organization to go okay well what can i use of this to help me but i can i always keep this anchored in some sort of human touch human tone because my first thing with this john with the custom gpts here that we talked about that we yeah. can build is well shit, man our sales process now the simple yeah. conversational sales process that we have um, I just, we're going to build that into one and kind of test it a little bit because you go through offer stacks and there's questions and they ask about their goals and we make a few connections there and it connects them to now here's your choices. Like it's a very simple thing that might take us a day or two. And now if so, I can literally close text messages exactly the way that I would text message sales for a gym, for memberships, for personal training, for nutrition services, I can literally have all those questions answered and have it not really be simply a if then robot, which is what most of them are now, which then might give me a pretty good chance at it. And but always give somebody that gives me the chance to inform them. 
Did you chance to inform this potential client with all their options and all their stuff and have them talk about what they want to have and not really have to be bothered with taking up anyone's time, making any appointment. And it just might get people really close to closing without me having to do anything. But the strategy, we, we did an episode six plus months ago of closing via text message. Yeah. Right. How we can see that coming as the future of interaction, just based off of human nature, totally irrelevant to this AI conversation. We never yeah. included it. We didn't have that part of the conversation was that AI would be taking this over. Yeah, because regular chatbots are pretty bad a year ago. Right. And and for most of the answer was that, oh, you train up and get somebody trained as you have VAs and they run that. And now what they're going to do is instead of now hiring VAs, you're just going to have a AI chatbot that's going to do it. But here's all that AI is going to do is magnify and speed up and make more prolific the strategy you already have. It's not going to change the strategy. So it's not going to change what your mindset is about it. It's not going to change the strategy or the tact. All that do is doing now is evolving the tactics of how you execute said strategy. This is why we can confidently say that what we're all about to see is a prolific amount of bullshit and absolute dog shit into the industry. Yeah. Because while you all were physically manually doing this or paying outside third-party vendors to do it, it still sucked dick. And the reason it sucked dick is because the strategy sucks. The reason why we could say you could close confidently via text message is because you're running the system that is awesome. Like yeah. the strategy and how you go about executing the offer stack method and taking what we teach, taking somebody through a sales process that has client success and client results first and foremost, and everything's been built off the back of that. If you take that kick-ass strategy that is successful, that is aligned with everything that's in your business and now plug it in with AI and have the bot. Now you're like, well, shit, that was awesome all on its own. Now I'm just going to be able to put in fucking nitrous in, into the, the engine. And now we're going to watch it go and be that much more successful. How, what a waste of all the potential of something like this if you're going to go and you're going to have it communicate, try to close or nurture some of your leads via text message. Um, and all you're selling people into is a $150 catch-all membership with no additional services, no choice, no nothing. It's like, well, great. Now you just made it a little bit easier to let people know really quickly that like, yeah, there's not much they, they really do here. Like, yeah, you're either in or you're out, but like, there's no real upside to it. Like how much time is that fucking saving you by the way? Like, let's be honest. Like, what is the point of even implementing that then? Cause you'd better, if you're only dumping one thing on them here, take it or leave it. Like, yeah, you better be there and you better be good and you better be likable and you better fucking really, really wow people when you're in there. If you don't have the opportunity to like connect people's goals and people's you know, past failures with your services and the things you can do for them. Like that's, and, and if your system is not set up like that now, it's just going to suck louder with you doing less. And it's the thing we run into a lot with automations in general. We talk about email automations and things like this that go out that people get detached from it. People get, they go, perfect. It's sending out the emails on my behalf. It does the follow-up. It is whatever. It's like, if you check this thing since 2015, because like it sucks. 
it sucks. It's still doing like a, oh, hey, I missed you earlier. As the you're like, what the fuck are you? What is this? It's it's bad, and it's only going to be bad louder and more more frequently at literally with people that are the only people you have the opportunity to do business with. So you cannot have this thing suck on your behalf in front of more people now. Without a doubt, and the strategy, like as you were talking, I started thinking about was like all the strategies of being able to collect, like having these things. If it just is done for you. If you don't have systems that are in place, then you've just given one section of your business and gave it, you've just got them juiced up, right? You gave, you gave a little extra boost and now it's kicking a lot of ass. The problem is, okay, let's say it does kick a lot of ass. It does talk to a lot of people. It does successfully close people faster because now you don't have to do it. And the ability to immediately communicate some, with someone is the speed to communicate is now infinitely faster. Awesome. But if you don't have a system in place of what to do with that data next, if you haven't taught the thing to then help you facilitate what you now do with all that data that you get, you will just drown yourself with that efficiency. You've made one section of the business efficient while keeping everything else. So if you were even, if you were level on all the way across the business and you allowed this part of the business to make a quantum leap forward, it is now that gap, that that gap that you just created, you won't be able to bridge it. You'll break your shit. And this is why in the business, you want to have certain parts of your business grow together and be able to manage that piece. Because one of the coolest ideas that I've thought about of using a training bot, Tyler, if I have all the data and I've done all the things that we've taught you to do, right? Which is we've taught you to make sure that you know what the people in your gym, you know what their goals are. You know what their 12 week goals are. You know what they're trying to achieve. You've taken good notes and know what the names of their, their family members are, when their anniversaries are. Like you've been mining all of that data from a personal training perspective. This is what you want to do. This is like fundamentals, fundamentals, ABCs of how you can manufacture and build rapport with these people. What if I imported that data, Tyler, into the training bot, into a chat GPT bot, all client data then goes into that bot to be consumed. And I know that I could have every one of my trainers just ask, how is Megan, what's Megan's goals this week? What's Megan's goals for this? And then it just spits out that data. Again, it's, you have to have that content. But the ability now of the speed in which you can then take all of that data and do meaningful shit with it has just gone up exponentially. Well, I mean, literally just the execution and crafting of a training program. Like you could kind of run through that. Megan is running this program. Here's what it is. Upload the document and then boom, I'm going to know what the numbers are forever. Forever. I just go, what's Megan got to do today? What's this person doing tomorrow? Like that's. And and the the sky really is the limit on 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 the the help that this can give you on execution, on having processes, on, on really keeping things tight. I think I think such a big deal, like you just touched on, is keeping your employees in the loop now. Right, they don't have to go hunt through some. They don't have to open another app, which I hate. They can open one app and they're going to ask it the one question. And it's all going to be there if all of your stuff is able to run through this thing that covers this specific need. I mean, it's incredible now. On that note, what did COVID do 
gave a lot of people an idea that they could become online coaches to the point where everybody was an online coach and had an online program. And now it's just not that valuable. It's just being the guy, like it's a thing that you can do, but like just remote coaching is a, you got to have a brand, you got to have a name to do it. And you're going to be amongst a lot of other people. Um, This is going to make everybody able to just kind of execute it without even thinking from top to bottom. Literally, you can just plug in any bullshit. You don't even have to talk to people anymore. Um, It's going to saturate a lot of markets for a lot of different things to the point where, again, being the person who is doing it differently, who is being a person, man, that's really going to go a long way. And so I think it's important to use this stuff for what it's useful for. Um, and mm-hmm. again, we're just scratching the surface. John and I are idiots. We're just, we're just here. We're just here doing what we can with what we got. You know what I mean? Um, but I think that like that now your sales process, it'll be very refreshing. Imagine the inversion of th- talking head clips from podcasts that are all over. We do them right. That are all over reels <laughs> and TikTok and shit like this. Um, it's about at the point where everybody's doing them because it's just what you have to do. You have to say your thing and I got to catch the attention in the first little bit. And then I got to, that whole process is a thing that, that everybody's doing the exact same thing. It's the same formula. Keep you looking, get your attention, keep you there, shift it, move to something. And then I got to deliver, got to deliver. That's that formula is extremely overused because well, it, it, it kind of works. Going back to this point of saturation with that shit will be very desirable when compared to the amount of constant AI-driven content, AI-created copywriting, this just verbose, wordy bullshit, this just mm-hmm. con- like everywhere on everything. Like everybody's going to go, no, no, oh, no, no, no. Oh, that's a person talking? You'll be begging for this level of saturation with just bald heads talking shit on your Instagram now. Like you'll be begging for it. Yeah. Like I really, this is going to make like world star hip hop fight videos more popular. Cause it's like, I just want to see people being people. I just want to see them kick the shit out of each other. I just need to see a waffle house fight right now because I cannot, I just cannot hear one more fucking property manager trying to rent spaces so that the sunlight can dance across the room. Fuck (laughs) off. It's so bad. It's just, it's, it's so bad nobody's going oh this you don't read that and go this guy's a good writer you're not you don't go you know what but and by the way that there's value in being a decent writer if you're writing to really connect with the person who's reading it and that is really where it is if you can read something that someone who's a good whether it's a paragraph two four or five and go that was good it's articulate it made sense it moved through it was whatever you're going to read that it has all the the same types of words and the same length and all of it as somebody who's a good writer, but it's not, it's just not. And, and people are going to, people are going to get hip to it and they're going to hate it. And it's going to be, I mean, we are at one tenth of one hundredth of 1% right now. It's, Oh yeah. This is, this is going to level up to the point where every idiot solution is going to be to make more content. But it's always been that. It's always been that, but it's always been more content, you know? Yeah. And so now everyone's been like, great. I can finally post six to seven times a day the way they've always said I've needed to. And that's where one of these, every one of these AI tools, the barriers that it removes from creating content, what it does to make content creation easier then immediately saturates the entire internet with it. Perfect example in this is 
subtitles and captions over top of videos. Okay. You were foolish if you were making videos where you're saying things that people need to hear in these early platforms, TikTok and Reels, and not having subtitles on them. If you didn't, you were making a big mistake because still, no matter what anybody says, most people are not watching those apps with their phone, with their sound on. So it's just not happening. If you're just saying words, you need to have them. John, it was a year and a half ago, a year, year and a half ago, we were still, when I was making content, having to upload them to a, basically a transcribing app and then having to really, really troubleshoot what it translated. Then it would imprint it onto the screen. Then I would download it on the computer. Then I would move it over to my phone. Then I would have to upload it. Now, I don't even have to pick the clip. Now we use a great service. This is Opus. It's Opus, yep. right? Mm-hmm. Doesn't cost too much money. And I just upload an entire episode, ask it for whatever, a few keywords. I want less than 30 seconds, minute, minute and a half, whatever parameters I want. And it'll spit out nearly an infinite amount. It'll give me, and it uses AI to calculate like this is a better hook. This is more exciting in the beginning. It'll give you a rating. So it just starts with this one's rated a 99. This will get the attention here all the way down to low rated ones. And you can just scroll through and pick and make a few changes, but it's done. It puts it on there and I can make 20 clips in the time I used to have to make one or two. When and we- that, and now though, John, everybody and their fucking dog is able to make these clips where they're just saying things on the internet with subtitles. So everybody now can be more effective at breaking through, which means Nobody is more effective at breaking through. Okay, there's not the being a tall guy amongst short people, you're a tall guy. You're gonna win that basketball game. Being a tall guy amongst a bunch of tall guys, you're gonna have a little bit more trouble. And I think that's what's gonna happen with the copywriting tools and essentially some of these captioning tools, some of the more rudimentary tools of this that are easy for anybody to use, these AI tools. Mm-hmm. Now everybody's gonna use them and everybody's gonna be back where we started looking just like everybody else, making the same content as everybody else, and it's just tougher to break through. So you're just going to need to say edgier shit, I guess. I don't know. Well, I think you just need to be more – like I've always felt this way where for me it was – there the the ultimate mistake that I think I see is, yeah, the how, what like the literal what you're doing is going to be continue to be copied to the end of time. But then it – like the the literal doing – but when you really see the error is when the copying, when you are mimicking, not just the what's, but the literal, like the content is being mimicked, how you talk about something, what you talk about, that to me is where the error truly lies, because then you truly are becoming like everyone else. I saw a, a quote the other day. Um, I'm sure it was attributed back to like Abraham Lincoln or something or Marilyn Monroe. And it was the idea where it's if if there are two of you that agree about everything, one of you is no longer needed. Absolutely. And 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 to me, that is what's happening in the industry. If I take a look at you gyms and look at how gyms, let's just do social media alone, just how you market your shit. You're just doing what everyone else is doing, not the literal posting, but now the content that you post. The group photos, the vote videos of people working out, like there's there's nothing that makes you different. And to me, that is where again you, you're saying edgier, which I, I'm I'm okay with that too. A little hyperbolic on my part. 
<laughs> but but it's not wrong, right? Like it's for us for sure is that there is an element, but there is an element where while everyone in the world is going in a particular direction. So think about like just fundamentally, let's just, it's old enough, right? It's when everybody went me too, when it was the me too thing and it swept over and that became, we, you had to be super polished and extra careful and, and you had to watch your words. And that's what we watched the entire industry do. We were like, we should probably use cunt more. If you use cunt more, Get over. Then that, that will. I want to say cunt more in my content because what that does is that is well is that us? Well, yeah. yeah and I so it is way. us. So I'm we say that. American, by the right, way, right, right, right. <laughs> yeah. In case you're not an American, like it's it's yeah. it's you don't usually do that word over here. Anyway, so but for us it was like oh well this is us and we're not going to shy away from it because then that just that makes us all of a sudden now we are different. And I think that is going to become increasingly more important, especially because you guys are not playing the online game, which is about to get really, really fucking stupid. But yeah. in your own communities, I think it's going to be crazy important where people are going to get sick of like PC bullshit, large corporations. I'm in the South. People are tired of seeing a rainbow spectrum of people that are trying to eat McDonald's. Yeah. Like it just is, it's, it doesn't speak to the communities that we're in. So it's really, really important for local businesses to understand who's in my community, speak directly to them and don't get caught up in the bullshit of yeah. what's popular on the coasts. And that's exactly where I was going to go with this is that being more prolific for its own sake is not worth anything. So most of what you're going to see, much like the real estate listing there is sunlight. You're talking about the thing in just a hundred different ways that is not connecting to the end user. Okay. Talk about your potential consumer, your potential client. Who are they? Talk to them. And if you're going to use these tools, make that be what you use it for and you will stand out better. Because so many people, because this is very accessible, it's very easy and it works well. So many people are going to make a thousand more posts next year than they ever have before. And they're going to do it all, just say more, just more. And that's that's not it. If you can still try to connect to your, again, your gym, your brick and mortar, connect to your people in your area. Don't just stand there and fucking yell stuff about your stuff. It's not it. So your products, what are they? Great. There's a time and place to talk about your product, what it is, the pricing and all that stuff. I'm about it. But just make sure that you're not just talking about that a hundred different ways. Who wants that? Why is this for them? And let these tools, if you're not a good writer creatively, like they can do things for you. If you can think like this is something you're trying to really give prompts for. Say, I'd like it to be creative. I'd like this to, I've made posts where I've, I've used ChatGPT to help with copywriting where I said, I want this to appeal to somebody, to like a man's urge who has felt the, the, the failure of putting things off for another year and feeling heavier, getting fatter again. Like I, I want it to give me 10 ideas of, an, of approaches to do that. And I'll like five of them and I'll go, okay, give me these ones here, but do this. These ones here, but do this or make this, this and make it about my, now plug it in with my product, which is this. And now it's done. It's done, it's easy, but it's about the person. And if a person reads it and it's like, you know, hey, dude, like, you know, you you didn't do this last year. 
like you didn't, you thought you were going to get in shape. You thought it was going to be there and you didn't do it. Now you wake up and you just have to ignore that failure every fucking day. Like, like chat GPT wrote, wrote, will write things like that for you. That will connect absolutely to that person. Like don't let next year be there. Like that is the thing, not let the sunlight dance briskly across the fucking $400 a month studio. Fuck all of that. That sucks. Dude, nobody wants whatever that is. So who wants that? It's not, if you can really make it talk and connect, use feelings, use how a person it like, that's what, that's what good copywriting is anyways. So don't just, because you're not a good copywriter. Okay. You need to still learn a little bit about it. So you can point this weapon in the right direction, or you're just going to be making you're going to be making the thickness equivalent of these just dog shit real estate listings, where it's just wordy for the sake of being wordy. How about you try to connect emotionally with that exact population, Tyler, but for whatever reason, you hyper-focused on using a barbell and all you talked about was how amazing the barbell is and the different yeah. brands of barbell. And how right. there's different types what of exercise is right. Like the, this is why squatting is the best squat. Nobody who's wanting to lose weight is going squatting is something I should get stoked. About. No. So quit talking about the thing. Don't use the AI to make you talk about the thing. Cause it can talk about the things and the history of the things and all that stuff. It doesn't fucking matter. You're not selling that thing. You're selling progress to people. And that's the thing I fucking, yeah, it's, it gets out of hand sometimes out there. The guru shit, man, everybody's, everybody's an expert. And now, now this is going to make a lot of people have the ability to talk like they're smart guys about oh, yeah. whatever subject they want to. And so there's no point. There's just, there's no point in even playing that game, like trying to, that, that is an uphill battle and you will lose. The ammunition is very, very heavy on the other side. Everybody's coming armed to that fight, buddy. So just go fight a different fight, man. But talk to your people about what you do, what you can do for them, and use these tools to help with that. But it's got to still be about that. It can't be about how smart you are. It can't be about how perfect the tools you use are or really just about your program in a vacuum. What can you do for these people and who are the people you're trying to help? Identify them, appeal to their emotion, appeal to their desires, appeal to their wants, their needs, and then you can sell them. And if your products are in line, you're going to give them a really high chance of success. So again, having this, this discussion is about the same stuff we've always been talking about, really. It's all the same. It's like, this is the principles you need to apply, but these tools now can make you better at this or then, or they can make you worse at this. AI can make you better at writing copy. It can make you better at making really, really, really good social media posts and coming up with really good strategies and how to communicate to different customer avatars and different types of people, different emotional needs or concerns they may have. You can spit out lists upon lists upon lists and build content that'll, I mean, you'll cover all of those bases or you're going to be really bad at it just way more often and louder and more frequently and easier. And there's nothing worse than sucking and having it be easy and frequent. Nothing. You suck without even thinking about it. That's the problem. Congratulations. You still suck and you're doing it a lot now. <sighs> Fix it, dude. Fix it. So, guys, that's all we got for today. But, by the way, you have to stay – one of the things, you have to stay up to speed with this stuff because it moves so quickly. And you next thing you know, you'll just get buried by it. One, you're missing out on the opportunity if you don't at least stay current with what it is, tinker with it. I always tell everybody, get into the free version of ChatGPT and mm -hmm. just start – See and get get ideas. 
have a conversation with it. It's it's fun. I don't know if you saw because John and I share and I share the account. I had him write some stuff for uh, for Megan a while back. Did you ever you ever pop in on any of those? Because no, it I saves haven't. the chest. But it was funny. I yeah. said, okay, I need copy for this. We have availability. About when I had to spit out a few options. And um, and I think we needed like a name. That's that's what was literally needed a name for a program. Yeah. And and like how to do it and what to do. And and it and I had it. It it spit out 20 different options. I didn't like this term. Just give me more that are more like this. And I didn't like yeah. most of them. And it landed on the one. Landed on the one that we ended up choosing. And I but she was sitting there with me, so I was showing her how it works. Yeah. And then I literally typed into the thing just for fun. I was like, hey, thanks. She really likes it a lot. You know, just for and it was like, it was like, yeah, I'm really happy because it does it is made to be conversational. Like that really is what right. it's its utility is conversation. It just has a lot behind it that you can have yeah. it draw to. And so mm-hmm. it was, yeah, then it comes back. It's like, hey, we're really happy to help. But really, I hope that this new program by name is is successful. And if there's anything else I can do, I'm like, this dude rocks, man. I love <laughs> like, this guy. He's yeah. Nice. So. All right. So that's going to wrap things up for us here at the gym owners podcast. Make sure you follow us at the gym owners podcast on Instagram. You can follow me at jbanksfl. You can follow Tyler at Tyler Effin stone, get into the Facebook group, We have our Facebook group online, the Gym Owners Revolution Facebook group. Uh, Find us, get in. We do the video episodes of the the podcast. We also answer questions and dive a little bit deeper into concepts. So get in there so you have an online community of gym owners just like yourself trying to make yourselves better. All right, we'll see you folks next week.